0: Not too long ago, I was uh, helping out at uh, another parish, as I do sometimes, on Saturdays. And I was, wound up talking with a young woman who was in her probably early 30s, uh, who had uh, signed up to come talk to me. And she uh, was smiling, she looked joyful, uh, and everything about her sort of radiated you know, a calmness until she started talking. Uh, Turned out she was married for about 12 years. I think she had two children. Her husband was the absolute love of her life. The children were the loves of her life. She was working at a job that she absolutely loved. And she uh, was involved in the church in ways that she loved. Uh, she uh, loved their house, she loved her car, she loved everyone. She loved her little dog, the little cat, her little guinea pig. She was just loving about everything. But she didn't look like it. And I said, well, you're just saying words right now. What, what's underneath those words? You know, you, you seem to be going overboard to tell me how everything's great and her tone changed. Turned out she said she was exhausted all the time. She never got enough sleep. She was always busy. She was always running behind. Someone always wanted something from her. She was uh, late to everything. She was uh, not feeling good. She was having health issues. Uh, The relationship with her husband was strange. The relationship with the children wasn't good. And she just was really not exactly what she started out to say she was. Now, in 37 or 38 years in the ministry, I've heard the same conversation with, with me and other people hundreds of times. Hundreds. People want to let the priest know that everything's going great, just great, great father, so good. But usually it's not. There's always something. Turned out, I said, I think I figured out what your problem is. After about 15 minutes, you don't have any joy in your life. Joy. Not giddiness, not happiness, not tipsiness. Joy. On this Sunday, Gaudete Sunday, the Sunday all about joy and rejoicing, we need to remember that we have from God not only not only, His body, blood, soul, and divinity that nourishes and feeds us for all eternity, but in the midst of that, He has a power source for us. That's called joy. His joy is unlike happiness that we, we feel in the world. Or giddiness or any of those things those are all temporary the joy that comes from the lord is a spiritual gift coming directly from him and if you're ever interested in sort of doing uh, what the 12-step program calls a fearless moral inventory of your life you ever want to do a, a, a spirit a fearless spiritual moral inventory we call it examination of conscience in the church i just recommend going to galatians chapter 5 St. Paul has two lists in Galatians 5 that we can sort of measure our life by. And I've got to warn you, if you do it, you're going to come up on the short side of it. You're going to come up on the wrong list more than the right list. But that's good because then it reminds us that we need a Savior in our lives who needs to be the power within us leading us forward. The first list is called that Paul has in Galatians 5 is the fruit of the flesh. The things that our sinful nature, the flesh, produce in our lives. They're not happy things. Anger, wrath, fighting, arguing, jealousy, drunkenness, carousing, mean-spiritedness, impatience, all of those things. Paul lists about 20 of them and said, and others like this. That's what the flesh produces. And this is how we sort of see how our lives measure up. You can test your marriage that way too. How does, what is your marriage producing? What sort of fruit? Then look at the fruit of the Spirit. Just the opposite. The first fruit is love. Always love. The love of God in Christ. Jesus is the greatest force in the universe. But it's hard to see love when you look at someone. But the second fruit that's listed you can always see because it's love and then joy. You can see a person who's filled with joy. They light up a room when they come in and you know there's something about them that you want to know about. But their love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. There are nine of them listed. The church has added mercy and compassion and courage to those but those are spiritual fruits and spiritual gifts. And as I told this, this sweet woman, it's okay to ask and ye shall receive. Jesus was very clear in saying that it's okay to ask for spiritual gifts. He said, You earthly parents, even though you're evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more? will the Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? It's okay to ask for joy. Lord, He already gives us His very best in His Son Jesus, but in the midst of Him giving Himself to us, we need to recognize that part of that gift to us is His joy, which is all about what our lessons are talking about today. And I had another one that I came across that I want to just share because it's a big one for me. Joy is not just the power source within us, but it's even more than that. It's the strength that we have to stand up against the evil one in this world. And this comes from Nehemiah in the Old Testament, chapter 8. This is about 90 years after the Hebrew people were freed from captivity in Babylon in the 530s B.C. And they were back in the Holy Land and they had fallen back into the same manner of living. They rebuilt the temple. They got back about 518 or so uh, B.C. They completed the temple about 511, 510. And this would have been about the year 457 when there was a priest who was sent there by the name of Ezra, along with the governor, Nehemiah, they saw that the people who had been freed by the mighty hand of God, bringing them back to their home after being in captivity for 70 years, that they'd fallen back into the same old quarreling, fighting, jealousy, envy, pride, anger, all of that, that are what Paul later called the fruit of the flesh. And so Ezra summoned all the people of Jerusalem, gathered them together, and got out the book of the law, their Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, the Pentateuch, the first five books, the books of Moses. That was their holy scripture. They didn't have copies of it like we do. So Ezra brought it out and started reading it all to the people. And they wept to a person. The people wept when they heard God's words directed at them about how they were supposed to be living. Then Ezra stopped and Nehemiah stopped them and said, wait, this is not to be a sad day. This is a day of great rejoicing for you. This is a great day for us and for the Lord. Because you see, God was summoning them back to Himself. And so, He said, instead, go prepare lavish foods and and, uh, drinks. Share them with each other. And when you come across people who don't have any food, feed them. You're not to be mournful and sad because... The joy of the Lord will be your strength. When we have the joy of the Lord in us. It shows. It's unlike anything else. Uh, it is the transformative power that comes into us where we can take that. And I've been saying for nine months or eight months, however long I've been here, we go out into the world with gifts that we can share with people. We get... His Word, His sacrament, His Spirit, His music in us. And we can go out and share what's happened to us with others by letting His joy shine through us. And it does. When we let it, and and if we don't have the joy, we can ask for it. It's never wrong to go to the Lord in prayer and say, Lord, I just need Your joy. And I'll tell you what, here's the secret. He'll give it to you. If you share it with others. If you try to hoard it, you lose it. He'll give you all the patience you want. It's one of the gifts. Love, joy, peace, patience. People come to me, they need patience, they need patience. And I can't tell them, well go over there and stand in the corner and just... Hold your arms tight around yourself and conjure up your own patience. No, we can't do that. We can't conjure up our own spiritual gifts. They're gifts from the Lord when we ask. And when we ask, we shall receive. But we have to share. We have to share. You know, so many people are blessed beyond measure in church at mass. And before they get out the door, they rush out to their car and it's back into the same old thing. The Jewish people got hauled off into Babylon in captivity in 586 B.C. They got torn out of Jerusalem. The temple was destroyed. They got taken away. And God put it on the heart of Cyrus, the king of the Persians, to release them. And so in the 530s, he sent them back. And they went back into the same old ways. And it took Ezra and Nehemiah to remind them, You should be joyful people because the Lord your God is joyful in you. So, we come across in our last lesson today John the Baptist. And you can't get to Christmas without going through John the Baptist, who was the one who told people how to prepare for that joy, why everyone came to him. We looked at that last week. He called them to take that inventory of your life, repent of your sins and be baptized and prepare the way for the Lord to come into your heart to make you new so that this people will be made new prepare for the coming one John is one of my favorite people in the Bible because he's defined in this reading John chapter one he's defined by who he's not we're told the light came into the world and the the light shines in the darkness and the darkness does not overcome it but John wasn't the light. People came to John and said are you the Messiah? No I'm not. There's so not the light, he's not the Messiah. Well then are you Elijah coming back? No I'm not. Well then are you the prophet who's to come at the end of time? No I'm not. Well then they sent the Pharisees and well who the heck are you then? If you're not the light, if you're not the Messiah, if you're not Elijah, if you're not the eschatological prophet, who are you? He said, I'm exactly who Isaiah said. I'm the voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight the path for him. And so John was heralding the way. Just like we're heralding the way for the Lord as we worship and pray during this season of Advent. We're preparing the way for Him to come into our hearts so that when we come next week. You now, Christmas Eve is a week from today. You believe that? No, I don't. <coughs> but it is. Prepare the way for the Lord. Confess, repent, believe that Jesus is who he says he is the Son of God, the Most High God, King of kings, Lord of lords. So we say in the Creed, God of God, and light of light, very God of very God. That's him believe him and then trust him trust that he will do everything he said he would do for you take your sins away give you whatever spiritual gifts that you want to ask for if you share them if you're just meaning to hoard them and put them up in a closet and put them on the wall and look at them no that doesn't work that way you want joy well go out and be joyful you want patience well then go out there and be patient If you need more kindness, well, go out there and be kind. It's like Pope Francis said, I think the first week that he was Pope in 2013, when he said about praying for the hungry, do you pray for the hungry? Yes, we pray for the hungry. That's what we do. We pray for them and then we go feed them. That's how that works. You want to bring peace in the world Then go out and be peaceful and we need the joy more than anything. Remember, on this Gaudite Sunday, as we gather around the font in just a moment, what's happening, this is a major event in the life of the world and of the church. This is a permanent gift to this precious child of a lifetime relationship with the Lord Jesus that goes far beyond his lifetime into eternity. And we get to make promises and vows to this child also. Think of all the baptisms you've been to and the promises you've made to do everything you can to support those children and then just go do it. Just go do it. How's the best way to do it? Pray. 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 So the message for Gaudete Sunday is pray, pray, pray for joy. It's a very short supply in our world today.